And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, 866-90-RED-EYE. He is Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. Download our Red Eye Radio app today and you can listen when and where you want. In case you can't listen live overnight. But don't let it happen often. (laughs) Or else. (laughs) Or else. Uh, not much, uh, really updated from the Nashville school shooting yesterday at the Covenant School, uh, in, uh, in Nashville, uh, where, uh, six, uh, people fatally killed, excuse me, killed, fatally shot, excuse me, uh, including three children, just horrific yesterday. And the only thing I guess that really came out, um, in probably the last 10 hours was, uh, the video that had come out showing. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the dead suspect now shooting through the door in order to get into the school. And it's quite terrifying because yeah, it is. you can see that she is on a search, uh, you know, for somebody to kill. Right. And, uh, you know, it was interesting. And I don't even know if Fox updated it yet, but when we came in, they hadn't updated it yet. There was there, a mistake was made that they were uh, initially saying she was a uh, trans she was a transgender woman mm-hmm. she's a transgender man right. so when i say she that is her biological she sex. was born a female correct yes exactly so that's what we um well she's born and, a female and she is a female mm-hmm. she may think she's not but she is mm-hmm. the dna doesn't change as we've always talked about uh before so uh that was amazing how long that stuck around uh you know that that you know misinformation how long it remained on so many websites even once it updated because right. when you were coming in i was like they're still reporting it and you said they didn't update it i looked and two of the media outlets actually had updated it but didn't update that part of it i'm like mm-hmm. wow yeah. just amazing but uh yeah. just uh, horrific uh there is a there was a manifesto yeah as as we all uh know uh, there was speci- the police believe specific intent. Uh, yeah, the school right. was specifically targeted. Right. And there was a reason. It seems to be uh, police are indicating a reason for it with the manifesto. Right. And 
she apparently had written to a friend on Instagram in the moments, literally minutes before it took place. And implying that she would not live through this and she would likely this would you would be learning about my death and, and, and these kind of things. Um, but implying also that it would all come together. You would you would know why essentially in the end, which points to then I guess she may have believed that the manifesto would be made public. So far, it has not been that that I have seen. And we'll see if that is made public as to what the motivation is here. Uh, there were, if you know, that reporting is accurate on the, those messages via Instagram to her friend. Uh, she clearly did not want to live past that day, past yesterday. And that's something that, you know, you look at and then you wonder, okay, then what is the motivation for going to that place and killing others? Uh, you had three teachers there, three adults that were shot and killed, and three children, all age nine. And it is, it's just crushing. It is just heartbreaking beyond belief. And hopefully there's something that can be learned. Authorities, I, I don't know what the authorities will be doing with that manifesto, what the decision process is. I I don't know. Um, yeah, neither do I, because the, there's the, not... There's, the suspect there's, was an adult, to be clear. Right, there's no there's no trial. Yeah, because that had come out earlier, yeah. early on. That, uh, a former was, was a student of, right. of that, that school, but... Uh, was an adult. And so then the question would be, okay, are they going to release the manifesto? And if they're not going to release the manifesto, why not? And, uh, you know, so uh, as always, a ton of questions. You know, and, and it goes back, I mean, it's, it's so horrific, you know, when children die and you you look at this and, you know, because we've seen these things happen before, uh, when, you know, whether it was, uh, at Columbine or Parkland and, you know, the, there are just some things I guess we won't understand about the human mind, you know, how you can. So, you know, you look at the, you look at the, the actual, uh, video of the, the shooter, um, in the school in Nashville. Yeah. And there is a intensity and determination of that person to kill yes she moved with a very right. clear it, intent it, it's it's you know it's not deli- yeah. there there does there's not a great there's not like a sense of confusion yeah. or hesitation at all yeah and you just wonder how does a human mind get to that point it's so horrific that most of us can never understand it because the vast majority of people, their mind can never get to that place. Right. And and so that, I think, is, you know, when you, when you see that and, you know, is it insanity? Is it pure evil? What is it that drives people to that point 
where there is that intensity to kill, knowing and believing you are going to get killed. What is it that snaps in the mind that gets right. you to that point? Right. That's the really horrific part of it. How does a human being, you know, get to that point? Right. You know, it's interesting because I've been watching some YouTube videos about uh, the uh, the uh, concentration camps in World War II and the number of women, especially in Poland, the number of women that were absolutely brutal guards. And I bring this up because this is only, this would be the, I think, what, the fifth mass killing by a, by, female, by a female in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's it's rare, but it, you know, it, it does happen. And it was really interesting watching because these are just documentaries of, you know, women, uh, women guards that were responsible for brutalizing women and children, you know, to in the concentration camps. And, you know, and then they were, you know, they were executed afterwards. A couple in, you know, in, in Poland, it was, you know, it wasn't like the, um, oh, I, what was the hearing that they have? I just can't think of it here at the moment. The Nuremberg, it wasn't the Nuremberg like the Nuremberg trial. trials. These were like yeah. quick trials in Poland right. that were done. Right. And these, you know, these women uh, guards, you know, some of them were hunted down and they were hanged and, and some they actually found quickly. I know one of the, the hangings, the 200,000 people witnessed it, hmm. you know, afterwards. And these are all, and you see, you know, the brutality and you realize that, it can exist. It may exist more in men, but it does exist. That evil does exist or whatever it is. Because you say evil and you go, no, it's got to be more than that. I mean, what, it's got to be insanity. Cause, and that's the thing with evil is, is, is this is a question most of us will never be able to answer is pure evil insanity. And I don't know. Is insanity evil? Well, not all insanity, but is evil insanity? These are just questions, you know, that are just so tough because there's no way that anybody can understand what happened yesterday. You never, you can never process it in your head. You can have the best minds that will dissect that manifesto and not even come close to what was going through. The killer's mind. Yeah. And that to me is, that's always been the horrifying part is what drives people to, you know, what is in the mind. And nobody's really been able to figure that one out, have they? No. Except you're a sociopath. You know, we've seen that in serial killers where you actually get an enjoyment. Now, a serial killer would be different than in this particular case and in some of the school shootings, you know, and, and so we talk about a sociopath who does it over and over again and actually gets enjoyment out of seeing the human suffering, which is a type of evil insanity. But when someone doesn't really, you know, show a sign that they are going to kill, and if they do before they do it, most people take it as a joke. What transforms you in that time of not being that person to promote something like that, to promote it and go do it in, in even in a couple-week time span? 
what is it that snaps in the human mind? And yeah, who knows if we'll ever know, but just horrendous and just keep the, those, uh, all those uh, families in your thoughts and prayers. And the, the images are, are, are so deeply um, yeah. disturbing and, and also moving as the surviving students were put on a bus and taken to oh. another Christian school and, uh, just frightened beyond belief, of course. And you, you feel helpless. I, even if you're an adult on site, I'm sure you felt just absolutely helpless, but you look in on this, you know, and Nashville is a really tight knit community. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a ton of activity in Nashville, uh, you know, music city. So there's a, there's just a ton of activity going on there, but they really are. It really is a tight knit town. And, you know, this is, this is just absolutely crushing every single time, regardless of, of where it happens. It's, you know, the shock and, and dismay. Because the first thing is you, you want to, everybody wants to, wishes that they could go back in time and prevent it. And whether it's Uvalde or, or Nashville or, you know, any of them, you you look for answers, all right? How did we not see it? How did we not detect it? And, you know, you look at the notes being sent, according to News Channel 5 there in, in Nashville, uh, and and she's writing to a friend. You know, so basically that post I made on here about you, that was basically a suicide note. I'm planning to die today. This is not a joke. You'll probably hear about me on the news after I die. That was just moments before it happened. And then the the people on the receiving end of that message, what what are you to do with that? Even if you called authorities, can you tell them where the person is? Can you tell them what they're going to do? Because that doesn't tell you what she's going to do or where she is. But it shows you again. It's it's premeditated in the you know in no her doubt. mind. It was and and when you see, for example. What's absolutely horrifying to me was where you see the car coming in the, the the parking lot. Yeah. And you know that she's in the car ready to kill. And that's the only reason that she's there. And you yeah. see her driving through the – and then different cameras pick her up. Right. And go by children that are playing and everything else. And you know – I mean, it's just – it's so hard to even process. And then you ask yourself, you know, you talked about the children. And if there were I, – I don't know – happened in uh, Uvalde, but – how do children process seeing other children murdered? Yeah, I, that's not something. Question that none of us ever. I, I don't. We I don't even know that you could ever train for that. No, you could learn everything you need to know about. You know the of how things went down, when they went down, but in responding and dealing with children and their mental scars that they're going to have, and the families. Three families who lost children, 
All three children were aged nine. And I just, I, I don't know. I don't know where to even begin with that. 86690 Red Eye. A multi-day stretch of tornadic activity across parts of the southeast. And as USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey points out, some of these events this past Friday occurred after dark. Unfortunately, when they became the most severe, and that led to a much lower degree of awareness, it's harder to see these storms when they come after dark, and certainly very tragic across the state of Mississippi and into parts of Alabama, with at least two dozen fatalities related to those supercell thunderstorms as they tracked across the deep south. Perhaps the most notable storm, according to Rippey, was what occurring in Rolling Fork, Mississippi. That was at least an EF4 tornado with winds possibly as high as 200 miles per hour. Only EF5 with winds greater than 200 miles per hour would be more devastating. That storm staying on the ground for over an hour with a maximum width of three quarters of a mile. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. You know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. The next time you're on Interstate 80, stop in and see the folks at the Iowa 80 Truck Stop at Exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. They're always open and ready to serve you. Enjoy a sit-down meal at the Iowa 80 Kitchen or grab a bite from one of their nine quick-serve restaurants. You'll love their clean restrooms, huge gift store, beautiful convenience store, and, of course, the Super Truck Showroom stocked with plenty of chrome, lights, and more. While you're there... Don't forget to visit the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum next door. It's free. The entire team at the Iowa 80 is very excited to celebrate 60 years with you. They look forward to being your home away from home for another 60 years. Sending you a giant thank you from Iowa 80, the world's largest truck stop on I-80, exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. Iowa 80. Hey, it's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. 
866-90-RED-EYE. Well, this is interesting. Uh, NPR, National Public Radio, has deleted a tweet claiming that there was limited scientific evidence of a physical advantage of male athletes over women athletes after the backlash. There's been a lot written on it said, <laughs> NPR just outright lied. Yeah, right. <laughs> the statement was in support of trans-identified males competing in women's sports. The International Governing Body for Track and Field uh, will ban uh, women athletes from elite women competitions, citing a priority for fairness over inclusion, despite limited scientific evidence of physical advantage. The tweet was republished on Sunday with an update. The international governing body, uh, <laughs> my God, it's just uh, uh, for track and field, uh, will ban trans women athletes from elite uh, women competitions, citing a priority to be uh, to be for fairness of inclusion, despite limited scientific research involving elite trans athletes. The initial tweet, as well as the republished tweet, were hit. Uh, with community notes in which Twitter users noted studies on the exact subject showing plenty of scientific evidence that males are stronger, faster, and more likely to beat women on the playing field. Uh, so uh, NPR issued a correction tweet following the republished of their tweet. Correction, an earlier tweet incorrectly stated there is limited scientific evidence of physical advantage. Existing research shows that higher levels of testosterone do impact athletic performance. So... But there's limited research involving elite trans athletes in competition. God, they, Gee, I wonder why that is. <laughs> it may take a hundred years to find that out. <laughs> they yeah. had to throw that in at right. the end. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, the science is pretty clear. Oh, but we need to be doing more research. <laughs> we... We need to have biological males competing against biological females for 50 years, and then we can make right. a decision on that. In every sport. Yes. In every town. In every league. So what we can do to ramp up this research <laughs> is ramp up the behavior. <laughs> then we'll know for sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Take all tax dollars, I don't care how limited, uh, away from NPR. Please. Join the conversation. 1-866-90-RED-EYE. Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. 866-90-RED-EYE. What was that story that you were... T I just remember now, during the break, and it just popped into my mind right now. Hmm. What was that story you told me about Ukraine and, and uh, the actor? Oh, it was... Um, uh, what's his name from Star Wars? Uh, Luke Skywalker, the guy that yeah. Mark Hamill, Mark, yeah, Mark Hamill, Mark yes. Hamill, who is lending his voice, his Luke Skywalker voice, to an app 
that warns Ukrainians to take cover when there's an airstrike by Russia. Yeah. What? Like it's a... I, I, why uh, would you... Uh, I, why would like you it's a joker? Wanna, I, I'm not, it, I don't even understand. How is that? Why would that not be taken seriously? Even an independent app creator. Right. Why would you go to that extent to not take it to to ignore really the serious nature of something like that? Yeah. I just, wow. I just I don't know. And I don't know if Mark Hamill is getting paid or not. Not sure how the um, app market is in Ukraine. It would be a worthy app, no doubt. But yeah, that just seems yeah. strange. Yeah. Like you, like you have to add some novelty to it. Exactly, that's what is just bizarre. It, it just uh, when you told it to me the first time, we were we were going through a bunch of different things, and you mentioned it, and I just remembered it now. So you got to make sure you mention that because it's just it's just bizarre. It doesn't make it's like why? Yeah, I, I, I if if was he asked or did he volunteer? Would you like to do it? And it's like, well, no, that's weird. Yeah, that makes it a novelty that these people are being attacked yet. We, but we can hear actor Mark Hamill tell us that the missiles are coming in. What? In character. In character. Right, in character. We're just doomed. We're doomed. <laughs> Speaking of that. When satire becomes reality, mm. you and I talked about the Babylon Bee. Sometimes you've read a headline. Well, well that headline's actually true. It's not parody. It's true. Uh, story out yesterday, nearly 100 Babylon Bee joke stories have come true. They went back and looked. The Babylon Bee has had nearly 100 joke headlines turned into prophecies after the stories eventually came true, the CEO of America's largest right-leaning satire website told Fox News, the problem isn't that our satire is too close to the re to reality, Seth Dillon told Fox News. It's that reality is too close to satire. Mm. So our jokes keep coming true. The B maintains a running list of its satirical headlines that become real, or at least partially real, stories after publication. The fulfilled prophecies include a wide range of topics and include jokes about Democrats and Republicans alike. The B published one article, listen to this here, to improve public perception, Kamala Harris is taking likability lessons from Hillary Clinton. In July of 2021, a month later, Axios reported that former Clinton advisor, that a former Clinton advisor hosted a dinner with prominent Democratic women, including Clinton's former spokesperson, to discuss how to defend 
Vice President Kamala Harris from bad press. Well, I, I, I have a suggestion. Replace her. <laughs> Here, here's this one. I, this one I love. This, this, uh, in twenty, uh, he said we did one about how Trump had claimed to have done more for Christianity than Jesus himself, and that one went crazy viral. Uh, that was in 2019. He said the B had the headline, Trump, I have done more for Christianity than Jesus. And it was fact-checked and rated false. Hmm. They fact-checked it. Then two years later, he actually said it. (laughs) Dylan told Fox News, Trump said he's done more for Christianity than anyone else in history. In fact, he's done more for religion than anyone else in history. That's another one. He goes, we got that true. <laughs> and goes through, for example, in September of 2022, the, the bee joked about the economy with the headline, nine reasons not to worry about the tanking economy. Just two days later, the Washington Post published a headline, seven ways a recession could be good for you financially. <laughs> He added that sometimes it's hard for his writers to come up with satire mm-hmm. because the real news headlines already read like jokes. You know, you and I, we, got, we had talked about that about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I remember saying, yeah. wow, it's getting awfully close. You know, you do something that is complete parody and it comes true. Yeah. yeah. We are living in cra- really crazy, insane times, he added. So, yes, there are plenty of times when we pull up a headline and we're just baffled by it. On February 3rd, 2023, the Bee posted the headline, Biden says he'll shoot down Chinese uh, spy balloon as soon as he's let it done spy. <laughs> now, this is before anybody knew. Yeah, that right. it was. This is way, this right. is, yeah. while it was over the United States. One day later, Biden announced that the balloon was shot down over the Atlantic Ocean after it finished crossing the United <laughs> States. <laughs> Because we did a we we did uh, we did show a joke during the pandemic mm. about how pant sales pants sales were plummeting mm-hmm. because everyone was working from home. Right. He cited <laughs> during a March uh, citing a March 2020 example, and then there you go. There's a story, and it was a picture of a guy sitting there in his pink boxers, uh, but he's got a real nice dress shirt on. The very next day. There was a story about how Walmart was seeing an increased sales in tops, but not bottoms. <laughs> That's just great. And so, of course, I have to go to the Babylon Bee. Right. right? So I go to the Babylon Bee. So you can read future headlines from other media. Well, and I just, I looked at the top, first headline, the top headline. Mm-hmm. Doctors report startling rise in testicular injuries among women athletes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait for that from from the New York Times. Man who shared Trump meme accused of digital orange face. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. South Korea ramps up missile attacks on Pacific Ocean. Hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, these are just, I mean, it's, but, but some, a Dem- somebody may come on and go, well, they're just shooting them in the ocean. <laughs> mm. No, no. I mean, I can see actually uh, the activists being upset. This is just like Nazi Germany cries liberal as parent removes pornography from elementary school. (laughs) Well, that is already, I mean, that that was March 25th they wrote that? Mm. That's already been said. They plagiarized their parody. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Because they've said that. This is not, they've been saying that the last couple of months. Mm Mm-hmm. That any parent who wants parental control is a Nazi. So, yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't know if that one was a real news story and then the Babylon Bee. Or if they were just phrasing, framing their headline based on what was being said. Maybe. I don't know. Trump exploits little-known legal loophole where you avoid indictment by not committing a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Little-known legal loophole. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, just, I just love this one. 11, mm. just the headline itself. Mm. The headline itself isn't funny. I'm sure uh, in, inside of the article would be, 11 great reasons to stay in California. <laughs> <laughs> Zillow estimates your cardboard box house will be worth $3 million in just a few years. Right. Oh, man, which is great. (laughs) Everyone will soon be gone. There will be no lines at Disneyland. Yeah. Everything at CVS is free. (laughs) Well, apparently. Oh, my gosh, it's just great. (laughs) Law-abiding citizens don't have any guns, so there's never any crime. It's science. Right. Oh, my. Nothing to report here. Uh, Going to the criminal justice uh, system, 46% of Democrats say uh, D.A. Bragg prosecuting Trump would be an outrageous abuse of power. Mm. Now, there was something else that could have added to that increased number for Democrats, because when I saw that, I went, that can't be true until I read the entire question. Okay. Uh, 48% actually believe the prosecution would be, quote, an outrageous abuse of power, by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walk as he pursues political vengeance mm. against uh, against uh, President Trump. End of quote. Mm. And that's because everyone knows the one thing Bragg is known for is the insanity of stating when he first became DA that it would not be a felony to commit an armed robbery with a gun as long as you did not shoot the gun. Right. That set the tone for how he was going to run his office, even though he didn't follow through with that. It didn't matter. He had he had set the tone early on. And we've been saying for days now, uh, you know, throughout this entire ordeal, the grand jury, the, 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 the members on the grand jury, the jurors themselves, may not be pro-Trump. But they may be looking at this case and how empty it is and looking at Bragg and saying, here's a guy who doesn't believe in prosecuting real crime. And he's wasting our time with this whole thing. 
Those are people who live there and have to deal with the rise in violent crime in their city day after day. That's not a win for him. He may think he's the hero of the Democrats, but number one, he's not going to win this case if he decides yeah, to move I mean, forward. That's the one thing, the one fascinating thing. If he does prosecute and indict him, how far will this, based on what we know so far, on what they believe he's going to try to do to prosecute him, this thing may not even make it past a liberal judge. Right. It's so, I have, let's be honest, have you ever seen a case like this ever? No, no. From what we know, the parameters of what they believe Bragg is going to do, have you ever witnessed anything like this or DA attempting to prosecute this type of case? Nope, nope, not even close. I've never seen this, ever. Not even close. 866-90-RED-EYE. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Yeah, so you look at this and you see how would a judge look at this saying, okay, so you're trying to take a misdemeanor where the statute of limitations ran out and it's for business fraud and you're trying to make it into a felony stating that the reason he did it was to commit campaign finance violation, Mm -hmm. which is a federal crime that... The feds and the FEC wouldn't even do a civil violation on. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you can't get there. Yeah, yeah. And and a lot of people are still bringing up the statute of limitations saying, you know, this whole thing of extending it, you know, because he was no longer there. Then how does that apply? How do you qualify that? And what would he have to do before a judge, the DA? What would he have to do before a judge in order to demonstrate that? You know, and I think it could be as simple as, okay, officially he moved his residence to Mar-a-Lago, but when did that happen? And the timeline has to jive. It has to, all of that has to be in play. He can extend it, by the way, the statute of limitations, New York law allows him to extend it up to five years. Uh, it's how they got Harvey Weinstein. But the question is, does it apply here? A lot of people are right. saying that's a stretch. This is Red Eye Radio. On Westwood One. Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge Seasons 1 and 2 of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen. 
Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.